0: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Uh, here we go! Here
1: we go! Hey, what's up? Uh, we're back. Uh, episode five of Behind the Boots podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the support that we've had so far has been really good. I feel like a lot of good feedback. Um, what do you What have you been thinking?
0: Uh, I also think it's been amazing for the support. Plus, yeah. uh, the feedback from. From non-military
1: and non-veterans is been yeah, that's been really good too. Yeah, well. that's been a, a pleasant supply uh, surprise for me. In supplies, it's also been a pleasant supplies, <laughs> pleasant supplies of uh, good feedback. Well, I think uh, I think the fact
0: that it's stories by veterans or uh, you know from veterans for veterans, you, you don't have to be a veteran to understand uh, the humor and right. a lot of the stuff that yeah. happens in the military. And I think. Uh, it does give that little glimpse behind the boots about what actually happened. Hey, use the title
1: of the show in the show. Nice. Because this is behind the boots. This is, that's what we are. Um, so if you haven't seen an episode or listened to an episode yet, uh, first off, how dare you? Go back, listen to them all right now, then come back yep. to this. Uh, but the premise of the podcast is me and Bobby read stories, art, news articles, um, you know, play some games, whatever, to to give you all a, a look at what actually goes on behind the scenes with our servicemen and women. Mm-hmm. So the, there is, we, we say this a lot, but there is a lot of, you know, war stories and, you know. No shit there I was. No shit there I was, um, serious like people going above and beyond. like There's a lot of very, very good things that our, our servicemen and women do for our country. Um, but there's a lot of other things that they do that, you know, makes you go, hmm. Would you use the word debauchery? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably a good <laughs> term for it. Yeah. Yeah, so that, those are the stories. Yeah, those are the, the stupid idiot stories are, are the ones that, that we like to cover. Um, because I feel like, you know, I feel like there is a type of therapy in in laughing and you know those are the stories that when, when you get back with with your buddies that you served with you know those are the ones you talk about because those those are the ones that bring back the good memories mm-hmm. so we're, tr- we're trying to build a community around that and you know we just want a place where you know veterans and non-veterans alike can go to to just kind of get away for a little while here's some here's some funny stories have a good laugh and you know and that's really it mm-hmm um uh, I think
0: w- one of the best ways to build that community, right, mm-hmm. if you like this, is to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At we had those. BT I'm coming Booms from the north, from the south. You oh. don't oh. know. Oh. I'm just like exploding in the sure to be On the screen somewhere, right? <laughs> of course I be. um, Because we want to build that, that community. And, and your support uh, is paramount to us in building that community. Mm-hmm. And you can do that uh, by liking and subscribing to our YouTube channel. And uh, Wilco Media. If you
1: subscribe, one. it'll keep going. Yep. Right? So like I like I always say, subscriptions. You know, it it in subscriptions and likings and ratings. It it allows us to broaden our reach. Reach a more yep. the, bigger the, amount of peeps. Yep. The more views and stuff we get, the more the more um, support we have, and you know, it allows us to keep. Providing you guys what you want, fun stories. Like it. So like it, like there it. we go. Um, but, like we always do, we like to have a little libation while we are discussing these things. Um, and Bobby has been kind enough to, to do it the past few weeks. And I think he is more of a connoisseur of this thing than I am. And he goes, do you, would you like to do the drink this week? And I said, sure. And, uh, I think it's funny because Bobby is like, and here we have a 12 <laughs> year old malt scotch or whatever. And, uh, he's talking about it and I'm just like, yeah, I like beer. <laughs> uh, so I got uh, beer, which is B hoppy IPA from uh, Wormtown brewery. Good friends of ours too. Yes. Good friends of ours. Um, I'll let you discuss that in a little bit if you'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, they're from Worcester mass and you know i have had a lot of ipas in my time this is probably one of my favorites it's got a good citrusy you know it's not you know it doesn't have too much of a hoppiness to it i don't think no um it's it's very smooth and you know it goes down easy
0: and it's uh if i'm correct it's still pretty high in the octane too it's a 6.5 yeah
1: and at the end of the day that's what it's all about
0: it really is hi octane Hi, uh, hi, subscribers. Um, now, Wormtown, If you haven't if you haven't uh, checked them out, they're a, a, a sweet brewery in Worcester, like John said. But they also are huge into the uh, the charity community, and they do a different charity every month for a local poor. Basically, for one dollar for every poor served in their in their tap house in Worcester, they give back to that charity. The Escape for the Twenty Two, which we talked about in Episode One, was uh, one of those charities uh, one year, and it did a significant amount of uh, you know, or it was a significant contribution from them during that time. So we uh, we like those local businesses that support charities in the local area as well. Right. So uh, thanks, Wormtown.
1: Cool. Um, so you have the first segment today. You want you want to get right into it? <coughs> I do. Cool. Um,
0: <coughs> I do. This is an interesting one, right? I was trying to think of what, what we were gonna do, and. Uh, it, it, I was kind of thinking around like April 1st is coming around April Fool's Day and some of the, uh, the craziness that, uh, that happens around that. I started to think about what are some of the other crazy things that, that are, are related to like specific days or, or specific things in the military. And, uh, I want to talk about, uh, how you can't have bad juju in the military and specifically superstitions okay. that, uh, That's, ooh. that, 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 uh, have are are well-known in the military. Um, do
1: you know of any superstitions or did you have any superstitions when you were serving uh i wouldn't say superstitions we just had you know like routines that okay. we that we did like you literally uh, had to touch the top of the door the the handle that. There, there, was, so, okay. there was there was there were certain ways to <laughs> to to pack your shit, you know to, just right um you know there's, there's certain ways that we had the truck set up when we were overseas um certain you know prayers that we had before we went whether you believe it or not it's just you know that ritual did you uh, guys
0: kill a chicken before every mission as well?
1: Uh, not a chicken. Okay. No.
0: Okay. Only women and children. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fair enough. You are overseas. Statutes of limitations. For, exactly, you know, yeah. Or the uh, the long arm of the law in the US doesn't reach for certain nope. areas. But, uh, well, superstitions are are pretty prevalent. Um, I was trying to just think of just some of the ones that I realized in my time, you know, like y- you never ate the charms out of the MREs. You probably didn't have charms in your MREs. Those but, were the the, can- the the candies. Yeah, yeah, yeah the hard ber- ber- candies, right? Berry, I, I yeah. came in like at the tail end okay of those. so you yeah. could never eat those because it was bad luck and it meant something bad was going to happen
1: I thought those were suppositories <laughs> no oh. they, were, they were actually yeah. quite delicious then i guess technically i didn't i never ate them <laughs> which is why you couldn't you couldn't eat them so um i heard about that one though.
0: superstition so each this is kind of interesting because each service has their own style of superstitions right so i was trying to figure this out um and i tried to pick a couple of them right so one of the the biggest things that the navy has as a superstition is you can't wash coffee mugs i don't have any idea <laughs> why that's what that's a flavor thing I it's think. A, I think it is too <laughs> i was like well so this is i i was actually on the phone today with one of our buddies uh... mac daddy mm-hmm. who was a, a sailor and he I, I was like dude what are some superstitions you had i was like i heard this thing like you can't whistle on a on a a boat, I'm sorry, I mean ship for your Navy types and Coast Guards, men's. Um, you can't whistle because it supposedly, like, upsets Neptune and then the winds come up and all this weird stuff, right? Yeah. I'm assuming that was probably back in, like, like Muppet Treasure Island time frame, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. on a long voyage. But, uh... Mac Daddy was like, never heard of that. And I was like, what about this coffee? He goes, oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck no. He's like, in the chief's mess, you cannot wash coffee mugs. It's disgusting. Why? I said, well, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, they have this, like, big pegboard in the chief's mess. So we talked about this, too, earlier in a different episode where, like, the Navy chiefs have their own chow hall. Right, You know, where you brought that up. Yeah, to keep
1: them away from the peasants. Yeah, to keep them away from the peasants. Well, apparently, they don't even wash
0: their own coffee mugs. They each have their own individual coffee mug with their name. And their their rate like rank on it, and they hang them on a pegboard. And he says it's disgusting because you'd see all this like brown black sludge yeah. in the bottom of it. I was like, well, it was probably because you guys had the shittiest coffee. He goes, no, actually, we had Starbucks brought onto the are boats. Are you fucking kidding? I was like, are you me? fucking serious? Of I was did. like, yeah. of course, makes sense. Yeah. That's where my tax dollars went. Yeah, The exactly, Navy yeah. having Starbucks. Yeah, exactly. So I, I f- can imagine like f- these these 700 pound bags of Starbucks getting Meanwhile, hauled I on battleships, broken
1: night vision. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they getting so, fucking Starbucks. You know what I had?
0: I had Folgers. Boulders in a can.
1: That was my coffee. I had Folgers in a pouch, <laughs> and I loved it. It's freeze dried, just... so
0: apparently, this is like a big deal. And I guess there's been there there if you if you wash a coffee mug, uh, Neptune will claim your ship to the briny deep. I guess that's a bad thing, but uh, it's a superstition, and it's validated because I asked Mac Daddy, and he's like, oh, that's yeah. That's so odd. So weird. So, so it's weird. just the chief's
1: mess. Well, it's like. in the
0: chief's mass. I'm assuming it's probably along the whole thing. Yeah. And I've been told specifically by chiefs that they run <laughs> the Navy and the Coast Guard, so I don't know, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Um, the Army is no better, though. This is what I've been told. Um, you cannot wash your patrol cap or your BDU cap. Now I think this was just—I don't know if this is so much a superstition, but I think this was like a point of pride that you would have the nastiest, greasiest um, yeah. BDU yeah. cap possible. Mm-hmm. Do you ever remember like star major being like time to change
1: the oil in that hat, son? Yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's it's gone white, like it's, it's sun bleached. <laughs> it's
0: bleached. Yeah, and it has like the, a the, slime. Yeah, the,
1: <laughs> it's just like a, a slime of. Dirt and sweat around it. Yeah. That's the only color you had left. The in rest it. of it's yeah. all, all bleached out. And you're like, oh, yeah. it's still good. I still got a couple years left in it.
0: Yeah. And apparently it says, if you wash your patrol cover, your BDU cap, that soldier will have a, will meet an ill fate. And I was like, I oh, don't,
1: okay. Yeah. I thought I it was like just I feel like that's cheap. like typical Sham Shield shit. You know, like Eve, specialist E Four is like, um, he keeps getting asked by a young sergeant. Hey, yeah. dude, you got to wash that. It's fucking filthy. I, I can't sergeant. It's... Brian watched yeah, it, and he fucking died the next day. Yeah, superstitious, like, man. <laughs> you like, you really want that bad juju on you us? Want the,
0: you want that? See, there yeah. it is, the juju, right? Exactly. Word for it. Um, this, so the, where I pulled this from, it says Marines had the charms candies that, that were, were um, the superstition for that. They're, but I remember it being us, too. So yeah, eat the, candy, the charms that. Because it, it brings, which is another superstition, it brings the R word because you can't say it in the field. Do you know what the R word is? Diarrhea. No, di- diarrhea. it does not bring the diarrhea. That that the Emrys took care of that for you not having <laughs> that. Did. But yeah. it brings the rain. Oh. So if you say the R word out loud in the field, the gods above will will dump on you, and start pissing on you. Oh no shit. Um, but but uh, that was what the charms were. If you if you ate that, if it sat if you satisfied your sweet tooth, buckets of rain would come we'll down upon. you. So this is this is so serious of a superstition. That the U.S. military pulled charms from the MREs. So now listen, I'm not saying it's a coincidence, but it's a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. Okay, they because pulled it because of, because of the superstition. Sure. It's 100%. Some, some, I bet you, some like Marine private in like the early 80s had the charms, worked his all his way all the way up to the Marine Corps <laughs> sergeant major, and was like. Fucking pulled that, that, that shit. that shit. Get that Not on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking off dead into the distance.
1: Get that fucking shit out of here.
0: And they pulled it. You so haven't charms, seen the, what i seen. The charms are gone. Um, the Air Force Superstition... Uh, the biggest one I found was <laughs> anything anything <laughs> if with you the You number any th- type of physical labor. Yeah. That's bad luck. Is it, anything with the number thirteen and your cable TV goes out, your air conditioning won't work. No, I'm just saying <laughs> it's just <laughs> <laughs> anything with the number thirteen is bad. So like you wouldn't have a prototype aircraft like the uh, the Y F thirteen or it wouldn't be a thirteenth floor, just anything's would um would be
1: broken down, right? I, I feel like the Air Force just made that one up because that's you see that a lot in the real world. It's like you don't have thirteen floors on you know on buildings. Air Force just wanted to be like everybody else. We, like, had to have we have a superstition too. too. It's uh. We have superstition. Hold on, they're looking around. They see <laughs> yeah. the number thirteen. Oh yeah, we don't like the number
0: thirteen. Yeah, we have superstitions. Um, We've been around a long time. For the Coast Guard, uh, I think theirs are like. I feel bad because. <laughs> Don't, don't go too far out in the ocean. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel bad for them because they, theirs are like, they're, they're really the one. We've got superstitions too. They're not just like the Navy's.
1: It's, we, it's we hit the number
0: 12. It's, it's, it's not just like the Navy's superstition, but it's literally just like the Navy's yeah. superstitions. Um, so I, I feel bad. But a lot of it there is what was King Neptune. Yeah. Um, a lot of things. I don't
1: it's, think Neptune comes that close to the shore.
0: No, I don't think so either. Um, yeah, this is and this is and and whistling on a vessel, especially in the pilot house, will bring the wrath of the sea upon you and place your soon-to-be doomed ship in the middle of a squall. Yeah,
1: that that is a, a, a boat captain or a ship captain who it's it's fucking tight in those boats. Like stop whistling? that's it. Stop. Yeah, whistling. just fucking stop whistling. Well, why? Well, because Neptune's gonna fucking kill us all yeah, if you don't stop whistling. It's, it's uh so.
0: I tried to research, you know, because I, I uh, I dot all the i's and cross all the t's for this. Okay, I researched, and there's some stories of long-serving members of the military that back these up. This is a guy I found who was on uh, who served aboard a uh, destroyer in the latter part of the 60s, and the thing he said was, "I think, I think the Navy has the most and oldest superstitions. Well, because I mean, the sea is old." The sea has been here for a, yeah. a long time. Um, a lot have been forgotten in the new Navy, but one I especially remember was the total ban on whistling aboard a ship. The saying was you could whistle up a wind. <laughs> that is a storm at sea. And uh, the only whistle that was allowed was the bosun's mate whistle. Do you ever see those shows where they have like that, that dude that has the whistle that lets people come on and off and like signals different yeah. things? It's the only whistle allowed the oh, shit! ship yeah fucking weird right that fucking, is fucking so weirdos. silly um they said air force pilots are superstitious this is a guy who says this air force pilots are superstitious or he says pilots in all branches are typically superstitious but uh it's because they take something that's not supposed to fly and yeah. go up with it and, yeah and, and i'd and, be superstitious to <laughs> fly
1: around yeah, yeah. any but, fucking uh, help i could get when i'm <laughs> if i'm a pilot i'll fuck, i'll take it but I'll, i'm telling you man
0: like this is this is these things that I had heard about or hadn't heard about, like the washing the patrol cap, kept coming up and over and over and over. So I felt like I might have missed out on these experiences. Yeah, like,
1: damn, I had the cleanest fucking. I, patrol no, cap like, ever. I always bought a new one. I had, one. had I no like, idea. Whatever.
0: Um, Said so pilots don't wash scarves or gloves or infantry don't wash a patrol cap. They I just, yeah, it was it was it was very interesting. But uh, I, I do know superstitions are a big part of not just the military but kind of everything in life. Yeah, and, for sure. And you have to you know even in imminent hockey right there's a lot of hockey there's oh, yeah. a lot
1: of superstition hockey players if
0: you score a goal you won't change anything up for the because at least for me because I don't score them very often yeah
1: <laughs> like, oh, it, had, I, it had to be my new helmet yeah you know, it,
0: wasn't, dude. it has to be this stick yeah. I cannot stop using this yeah. stick. but uh yeah superstitions in life and it's just interesting that the the military is like a its own microcosm yeah it's life, not it has its, its own not
1: immune to, to, yeah. to to stuff like that, you know.
0: Hey, so if you, uh, you listen to this, right, and you were like, you totally misrepresented that superstition or or you forgot about this one. Yeah. Hey, you can you can write in and tell us. Yeah. You know, you can write in and tell us. Um, small words. Small words. Yep. And explain that superstition to us.
1: I'll probably still disagree with it, um, but I still want to hear it. I do too. I still I want to hear what you guys have to say.
0: Absolutely. I want to hear um, why.
1: I want to hear why. So that's what I got for superstitions, man. Very good, man. That was awesome. Um, so we're gonna re- head right into mine, my segment. Um, Lot, I love stories uh, from combat, like comedic stories from combat, um, or people overseas, because you're in such a shitty situation for the most part. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's not like a hardcore deployment, like you're still away from your family. Like you're in a fucking country that probably doesn't like you. Um. But you know, like we're, Louisiana. We're, yeah, somewhere like stupid, like Louisiana or Alabama or Arkansas. <laughs> um. All training places. Yep. Yeah. But uh, but you know, we're we're able to you know find find comedy in in places that a lot of people might not find it, and you know we're able to make the best out of the situation. Um. So you know, for my segment, it's gonna be no shit. There I was. Ooh. I'm coming from the north, from the south. You don't even know. I'm just like exploding into action. I like that one. So I got two stories. Nice. Um, one of them is from a deployment. The other one, this, the the person was stationed overseas. Um, so I'll I'll get right into it. I I I, I think it is funny just listening to to what you just did and, and what I just did, like. You, you can tell that when you pick something that you want to talk about, like you do the research, like <laughs> you, you take fucking polls and shit. And I'm just like reading stories and I'm like, oh, those, those words make John laugh. Like, uh, let's, <laughs> let's do that story. You know, I think it's a, it's a good back and forth of people who, who want to be intelligent and, and listen to things that they're going to mm, learn about, yes. which is you. And then we have that, you know, this is probably going to be a stupid thing that he's going to say. Um, but it make laugh. But make John laugh. Um, yeah, so I'm just gonna get right into the first one. Uh, I was infantry in Vietnam, and we took humor wherever it could be found, and in many bizarre forms, because there wasn't much of it. So really, really got you right with that. Really, after <laughs> really a tough way to start. Yeah. Uh, once going down the trail, one of the guys yelled and gyrated and began to rip off his pants. We of course hit the ground in total fear and confusion, assuming an <laughs> ambush or booby trap. But a leech had gotten on the dude's penis and was trying to crawl into his urethra, which, if you don't know, kids, that's the hole in the top of your penis that's the where P the pee comes P out.
0: supposed to come out, not in. Yeah,
1: that's an out. That's an exit only uh, orifice. hmm Um, so Grunts never wore underwear unless you pay extra. Uh, for days afterward, Johnson, which was his real name, <laughs> endured endless comments of "Hey Johnson, man, how was that leech?" Or "Hey Johnson, that leech got any sisters?" And that leech really bring her own lube, Johnson. In other similar comments, uh, so he, he he has like a couple of different instances. Uh, so one of the guys awoke at dawn, not his turn for guard duty, and began swearing and spitting and gagging with fury. Yep, he slept with his mouth open. With his mouth open, another leech. Oh, which, oh uh, fucking, it makes me crawl every time I I read that. Uh, Another time, the guys ahead of us were going down the trail and came upon a recently killed enemy body and, without telling any of us, propped it up against the tree with legs crossed and a lit cigarette in his hand, Funny for them as they waited and watched for us who, one by one, came around the bend in the trail to confront it. (laughs) Midday in the jungle, we took a break for chow. Suddenly, two of the guys across the clearing began swearing and jumping around and wiping themselves furiously. A very large snake was in the tree above and shit on them uh night vision was not yet perfected uh, but we had starlight scopes which did give fairly good night vision we also had hand launched flares star clusters sort of like roman candles uh, or bottle rockets and they could be fired just as easily horizontally as they could vertically Mm -hmm. i was on guard duty very late one rainy night i looked over in the distance to a distant bunker and saw the guard there masturbating (laughs) i could not resist he doesn't say what he did but I can only imagine he shot one of those flares directly into directly that bunker. Into that bunker. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? Like that? That's a that's a a couple. Instances, same 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 author of the the stories, uh, but in Vietnam.
0: Yeah, I like it. It's uh, it's true though. It's like it's it, it doesn't. You can, you you take the the GI out of the war and put him into a different time frame. Yeah. Same Same, people. Guy, yeah. Same guy. Doesn't yeah. matter. Um, I had, I took a uh, to an exercise in Malaysia. Um, I took an F-15 pilot. We were working with the Malaysian Air Force, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to simulate a, a, a downed pilot, and then we had to get recovered. So I took him with these tire ty- or these Malaysian rangers way up into the jungle, and um, leeches are very prevalent in the in the jungle mm-hmm. and not just people a lot of people think that like leeches just are like water but no in the jungle they're everywhere Yeah, and they feel the wet. vibrations and they will like like move themselves off the leaf to try to grab onto you and he ended up uh, finding a leech on his ball sack uh, when we were done when spots. we were done with the mission yeah. and uh, the 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 funny part was like he had to like discover that and we heard the scream back in like the ready room as uh he had to explain what was happening um it's pretty funny but it's just <laughs> leeches are, are a horrible little critter uh, and the, I, I the hate warm them. spots
1: the balls the dick yeah. like oh yeah they're yeah. pervs they're little fucking yeah. pervs blood-sucking yeah. perverts and one of
0: the the malaysia the commander for the rangers that i was with had told us a story about him going through uh the malaysian army seer school and they got caught, him and his partner, stealing food from the instructor camp. So the instructor um, took their pants away <laughs> for the rest of the phase. Okay. So they had to walk around the jungle with no pants. <laughs> uh. Pretty awesome. That's, that's that's a that's a bold statement. Better, I yeah, I don't, I don't think you could do that here in the United States. I don't think. Yeah, no. Probably, probably <laughs> not. not, no. But a uh, lot of leeches, he said. Lot oh, dude, of I leeches. Can,
1: I could only imagine. Yeah, lot of leeches. That's a good one. Those are good. Yeah. So we'll move right along uh, to the next one. I was stationed in Korea. I just got in my own room for the first time in over a year, so I pushed the beds together, bought some satin sheets and a mink blanket to be comfy in. With my newfound freedom, I took a shower and walked out of the shower naked after toweling off. Now, it was the odd time of the year when it wasn't hot enough to have the AC unit in the barracks turned on, so you needed to open a window to get some air circulation in your room. I watched. On, I lived on the back side of the barracks on the second floor and I had my window wide open. My bed was pushed up against the wall with that, so that my window uh, was on was on and I decided I wanted to see what satin sheets and a mink blanket would feel like on my skin. So I started, I had a running start and jumped on my bed. Well, a mink blanket doesn't have the best friction force on satin sheets. And I slid straight out of my second floor window and landed on the soft grass below. (laughs) Now the military intelligence barracks bus stop was right in viewing area of my landing area. So all they see is a naked dude flop out of the window, land flat on his ass. Like Supermaning. Yeah, but upside down, mm. uh, laying flat on his ass in the soft grass in muds mix. Get up and run up the fire escape back into his room. So,
0: question number one. Yes. Um. How was he jumping on the bed to where he ended up? Like, would you take a, You're gonna jump on the bed, right? Mm. How are you doing that? You're running face first and like. Sliding, Superman, like sliding in a home plate, right yeah. at first. But he landed backwards, so was he like? Oh, maybe I just added the backwards. Okay, because
1: that's that was my question. I was like, yes. That's I said so, Superman. He's like out the window, like yeah. So he did. He, I'm from what I understand. Like literally, Superman out the window, yeah. and, then bit, F- tumbled, and then probably flipped a little bit, tumbled, yeah. Wow, landed okay. on his ass. Yeah. But, um, I can't
0: describe in in English. That would make sense what barracks life really is yeah um
1: i think that's why i like reading the barracks stories um because it gives people an idea of what happens in there and then they can form their own opinion
0: yeah the
1: first the
0: ingeniousness right of this individual because i did this right but once you get a certain rank you get your own room in the barracks yeah. Well, they're made with like two beds, so you put it together. You have a full size or king size bed.
1: Yeah, so you did this,
0: yeah. yeah, same thing. And you use bungee cords to wrap the mattress together. Boom, good to go. So he did that, right? He's on on par, but doesn't
1: <laughs> take the next Listen. step. <laughs> Listen, you ever slept naked on satin sheets, well, especially yeah. with a mink blanket? Yeah. God, that has to be the softest. Shit, touching you. I would have a constant erection if I was laying naked on satin sheets with a mink blanket on me at all times. Yeah, especially if it's a new
0: mink blanket. If you wash it one time, though, and it gets all that, that if
1: if you cheaply bought it at the little. You you don't wash blankets.
0: I know, but if you cheaply bought that thing, like, outside the BX or PX at, like, the little vendor stall, like, it's a one-time. But this is brand new. Yeah, I know. It's soft. God.
1: I get the appeal of wanting to slide on that
0: thing now my next question about this blanket okay what do you think was the artwork depicted on that blanket because they're not just plain no they're not you know i
1: mean you... i for some i get like a Bengal tiger feel from this okay, guy okay like,
0: i was gonna go with like screeching eagle
1: <laughs> that's a good one too i was thinking like an oriental type of feel yeah. with the Bengal tiger uh-huh. like he, okay. he got his own room finally and now like this is where he's going to get all the ladies So did he, it say
0: this where this individual was from Was I, he had to be in Korea he, he was stationed in
1: Korea okay yeah, yeah. okay so this was, was the first sentence that I read I, I
0: didn't I, wasn't, I was trying to I didn't you pay attention, attention, that. attention. Yeah. Yeah, I, was cool. like, I was like yeah. are you paying attention yep yeah, well, uh, why pay an attention old wooden ship
1: you can't whistle
0: on that's
1: what <laughs> you know? I was I was thinking isn't about. that what diversity is an yes, old old wooden is. ship yes. you
0: couldn't whistle on it either mm. um you can't whistle on diversity everyone knows that I always say that um but I'm dead serious when, when I say that these were for sale by the hundreds. Yeah. With They have with them outside of everywhere. Any type everywhere. of – Everywhere. Any type of – everywhere outside the United States. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, even in the bazaars in – They are huge in the bazaars. Kuwait like, yeah. and Iraq and Afghanistan, all the – all the great places. Yeah. And every time you get a good price. Yeah, I make special price for you, my friend. <laughs> special price. You want pack of cigarettes too? Special price. No, I don't want pine lights. Don't, I don't mind if it do. <laughs> um, but these things are, uh, I have one still that has Scooby-Doo on it <laughs> that I brought home from Korea <laughs> for my daughter. Uh, we still use it to this day. It's an amazing blanket. Yeah. No, it's, if you get a good quality one. Yeah. You can tell the cheap ones because if you did wash it, it had that. Blanket fuzz mm-hmm. Everywhere For Ever 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 Yeah Yeah those were warm what? as fuck And every Amazing. soldier bought one They were warm as fuck
1: hmm
0: They were warm as fuck Um It's interesting That you Um Talked about Blankets
1: Yeah This happens a lot This does happen a Which, lot We're on the same I, wavelength Yeah I I Cause I did wanna like Cause we don't We haven't touched on this before But you know, we we don't tell each other what we're going to talk about. No. Like, we know that, you know, you'll have two segments, I'll have two segments. We know the title of the segment. Mm-hmm. But we don't tell each other the content because we want an organic response mm-hmm. from each other. Uh, we don't want anything to be canned. Like, we want to just you know, read some shit and, and have a, a good reaction. Um, so so whenever we have stories, which has happened in our, you know, five long Season with what it was. I can't even remember how, yeah, it's been a long, long time, how many times it's happened, yeah, but it's it's happened a lot in our in our short lifetime as a show, yes, it has, uh, which I've been pre- pleasantly surprised with. Yep, um, so
0: we do have like a working document that we look at, you know, prior to this show. we're not just yeah. winging this, peeps, we're we're doing this here, we're putting the business in, we're putting the man hours in, we're doing the research for you. Well, I do no research, well, I yeah, look for stories, you, you do research in. and okay. shit, yeah, you put the man hours in, but uh, I think, uh why it's funny is because my segment, the next one, it is a very important one to me, um, and it's critical, I think, that we, we talk about some things. But um, I have this thing I'd like to call the Linus effect. Go okay? on. And it deals specifically with a blanket. Um, and if I were to say to you, John,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I know what your answer is going to be, because I've polled, I've listened to the listeners, I've listened to the military members out there, and uh, they all came back with the same thing. What do you think is the most important, best, and most well-received piece of equipment the United States military has ever issued?
1: If anyone gives you anything other than the whooby, they're fucking wrong. Correct. And they're probably a Russian spy. They're probably uh, never served. Mm Mm-hmm or they're trying to get by
0: stolen valor they're just really dumb <laughs> and uh, so what my my esteemed co-host is referring to as the woobie is the poncho liner mm. um, so also if someone does call it a poncho liner and not a woobie they're also, also a And or so doing stolen valor yeah. they never served
1: yeah. um,
0: the woobie is a very small piece of equipment that costs I think like $28 it's
1: small in stature but large in meaning, in value, in value,
0: non non monetary value, but look. yeah. Anyway, so it is the blanket that has been issued since the Vietnam War to every every service member, and it's a quilted small little piece that was originally designed to like tie inside of a poncho to give you like a little sleeping bag
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the uh, the northern highlands in Vietnam. But it quickly became the most critical piece of. Equipment ever issued in. and yeah. and people will when you leave the military you have to turn in all your gear all your shit People will will go buy a brand new one or say it was lost in a tragic boating accident um, yeah. In order to keep that one that one item
1: mine was lost when I got out
0: hmm I actually have a couple still, you know, and, and they've, they've been around but this is Just to, to, to talk about the the importance of this. I want to read a quick story um, From an army veteran Okay. Says, I have loved the poncho liner since I was perhaps a toddler. I remember dad had two extra poncho liners from his last tour in Vietnam that he brought back to us for kids to play with. Looking back, they were dx Military speak for turned in as non serviceable because of a bullet or a fragment hole with some odd discolorations <laughs> around them. Of here, course. Here you go, kids. <laughs> of, of course. Once the blood was washed off, they still made good blankets. That's true. But not exactly the kind of thing you want to you want to issue to replacements just getting off the plane. In hindsight, what the hell was he thinking, letting his kids play with poncho liners that people had died in? <laughs> it's not like the dead people are going to want them back. Exactly. I'll get into that in a minute. Okay. But, uh, they might want to but no matter, we built forts and tents out of them. They were great fun and super comfortable for impromptu sleep slumber parties in front of the seven-inch black-and-white TV in the basement. <laughs> when I enlisted, I received my very own poncho liner, and all those fond childhood memories flooded back. Out, it... Oh, that, that's a weird way he wrote that. Oh, uh, I think it's supposed to be out in the field. Mm. It was pure joy. Nobody ever actually used it to line a poncho. Nope. It didn't even have a head hole, which is true. It doesn't make sense, right? What you could do is tie your poncho and make a sort of sleeping bag argument out of it. The army gives you <laughs> very few, exactly one creature comfort to troops <laughs> in the field. It's the poncho liner. Sure, we could get away with scratchy wool blankets, but nowhere near as comfortable. Mm. They might... Those are heavy as fuck, too. (laughs) It's true. And they get wet? Yeah. This might be why it's so hard for the other services to understand why the GI, I think he's referring to just Army guys in general, love their whoobies so much. The Navy has 24-7 running water, three cooked meals a day, real beds when they deploy, and coffee cups they don't wash. Uh, the Air Force has the same, as well as cable TV, air conditioning, and greens privileges at nearby golf courses. Non-airwing <laughs> Marines live like G- live like us GIs, so my guess would they would understand the love of the whoopee, too. No matter how, how cold, wet muddy you are, no matter how badly your current mission sucks, no matter how fucking clueless your chain of command is, no matter how tired, beaten down, exhausted, and just fucking miserable you get, your whoopee will always be there for you. Unconditional love that must be returned.
1: So this guy... I feel like... He was reading a eulogy.
0: I did too. I like
1: this is this is absolutely amazing, and it, it sums up like, exactly I fe- how I feel about it. I either feel like he was reading a eulogy at the <laughs> Whoopi's funeral, or he was the best man at the Whoopi's wedding. wedding. <laughs> it <was> like, like... <laughs> Just going back about all the times so how they used to cuddle together when they were in service. Exactly, yeah. and uh, you take care of him. You <laughs> you,
0: you respect if you him. you hurt him,
1: you bitch. I swear to but, God. But uh,
0: the funny part is is how. I don't think anyone really knows how the Whoopie got its name, but but legend says... Legend has it. That it got its name because you will be cold without it. I heard that, yeah. <laughs> I heard that too. Yeah. I was like, I never heard that. Someone commented on it. I was, I was a, like, oh, so a a the Whooby got its name over a terrible dad <laughs> joke. A terrible dad joke, I know, <laughs> which is even better because it adds to its allure That's right true. there. Um, so, I'm going to cuddle up mine when I get home. Tonight. I know, because you still have it. I still have okay, it. Okay, now, which is important because... Uh, top six uses for the beloved whoopee that aren't lining a poncho. Smoking jacket. Sorry. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Survey <laughs> yeah, says. I
1: blacked out. Sorry. Clothing.
0: Number three. <laughs> number three most common answer is clothing. Okay. So uh, a blanket, obviously, right? So yeah. you cannot, I, I, I challenge you to look up pictures of soldiers sleeping and not see a whoopee somewhere on every single one of those, right? It's just common. You see it. It's like a yeah. little camouflage blanket. Um, a tent divider because sometimes yeah. that's true. You need a little personal space. Yeah. It's so it's just so tent. weird to
1: masturbate when you when your buddy's looking at you the whole time. 100%. Um, yeah. not what I was
0: going for, but yes, that's what, everyone that's what everyone jo- that's what, what John, what was. Yeah, what you were going a little for. tent divider, a little personal. Space. I was trying to think when you're working day shift, they're working night shift, you know what I mean? Like, but okay. Uh, number yeah. three, clothing. Um, now some people have gone as far as to make things out of their will be, yeah. But uh, you can't do that when you're in service because you still have to have it, you know, unless you buy another one to have it done. Mm -hmm. But uh, common is also the field jacket liner, which was issued. Yes, issued just like made the same material as a wooly. Same material. But uh, that was the classic smoking jacket. Now I have found. I love that. Thanks to a couple buddies um, on the social medias, they sent me a uh, website for a company that will make a velvet lined smoking jacket. I think I know are talking about. Uh, monogrammed in your choice of Wooby colors. Uh, pretty amazing. Um, also number four would be the hammock insulator. Now it says that every infantryman would have this in their hammock. I was an infantryman. I never had a hammock. but I don't know what a the, hammock
1: is. The, the, the well, I know what a hammock is. I don't know what an issued hammock yes, is. Yes. Yeah.
0: But the, I would use this my be all the time is an insulator inside my sleeping bag. Oh, like, for I would sure. wrap up in it and then get in my sleeping bag. Um, I would also use it as a, uh, as a pillow. I would roll it up and shove it in, like, the head, head thing yep. and then cinch everything down. Mm-hmm. So I would have a pillow. Um, so, so far, all four of these I've done. But I'll go back to the clothing. A lot of people will wear it as a cape. They will wrap up in it, wear it on guard duty. It becomes, like, it becomes their, their cloak, so. if you will. Co- cloak of protectiveness. Um, yes? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Say, so all four of those I've done. I've yep. also done this next one. It becomes These next ones are more for once you leave service. Um, it becomes a dog bed. Uh, my dogs absolutely love, uh, and I'm going to say this, our whoobies, because we have <laughs> multiple on the couch uh, at all time. My kids, which leads into the next one, it's a family heirloom. My kids have rolled up in them. I will watch, you know, I'll roll in. They'll be on the couch. Wrapped up in whoobies
1: watching TV. See, that's where you're nicer than I am. Getting cereal all over. If my kid wants a whoobie, she can enlist. You can fucking enlist. (laughs) You're not touching my whoobie.
0: Well, I have some bad news. And I think um, this is where the power of this podcast can come into play. All right. Because if, if, if your child were to enlist right now, they would not receive a whoobie. It has come to my attention that the whoopee is no longer a piece of issued equipment in the United States Army. That look you just made, I had to take a seat when I found out. I dropped my phone out of my hands. I'm flabbergasted. I, right I'm i a little bit more than flabbergasted. I'm upset. Yep. I'm angry. I'm mm-hmm. distraught. I was inconsolable. Um, a very good friend is of mine... Is that why you relate? Yeah. A very good friend of mine... Uh, <laughs> is currently deployed to the uh, Dark Continent yes. as an and he has informed me that no prior to the deployment, they had to turn in all no their whoobies. way. Because they were at the end of their life cycle, and they are no longer issued. You have to purchase your own if you would like it. So I think that um, all of our listeners, including the uh, general staff, chief of staff, all the sergeant majors who listen to this podcast, this is your moment. Yeah. You need to take a stand, and you need to bring that back. You can't tell me that you can't shit-can one F-35 Raptor to get the entire military, their whoobies back.
1: I want to go on the record right now of saying whoever made the decision. How dare you? No, I'm going to – whoever made the decision to remove the whoobie – from your standard issue can go right ahead and fuck themselves, <laughs> fuck you, and fuck your family because that's a bullshit move. Yeah, that story that you just read, mm hmm. Passion, yeah, passion. We, the woobie, is it, it is held so dear to us mm-hmm. in our hearts. You will never find anyone that writes anything like that about any piece of music. It's
0: like equipment. a cowboy leaving his horse on the plains when he's yeah. done being a cowboy. It goes with him. Like you can't. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It, it. This. Let me. Let me put it in this context, right? It is. It is a well-known fact in my household that the whoopee that I had when I was enlisted. So going back to 1998. Holy shit. Yes, I still oh, have it. It's, it's still, I, r- it's right. Still a long time ago. Yeah. I still have it. It's in uh, Union Blue, like Civil War Union Blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, it it is a well known fact that it has to go with me when I die in my Viking funeral it has to be ra- I have to be wrapped up in it <laughs> and then lit on fire it will like melt to me and then engulf but yes it's a well-known fact in my household and that has to happen that's how passionate about that's the only thing I want to fucking take
1: with me yeah. is that and and today's generation of soldier will never know exactly
0: I, I, was, never I was was flabbergasted know. and I want to close this segment with this is this is something that's important because not just the Americans all right let me this is a coalition Of the willing who want the whoopee. Who started this? Fucking North Korea? Yeah, exactly. What are you doing here? Yeah, exactly. Pandering is what they are. So although I'm not an American. Nope, you are an American. No, this is I'm reading a story now. I'm an individual. Go Um, on, buddy. (laughs) Although I'm not not American and I'm not in any position to be speaking for the US Army soldiers, I agree with other people here that deeply in love is a bit of an exaggeration, but Deeply appreciative is probably right on the mark. So you are so grateful for that whoopee. You don't just love it. You appreciate everything that that whoopee means and stands to you. So there's four things in particular that come to mind about the poncho liner. It's warm. It's compact. It's lightweight. The benefit of lightweight cannot be overemphasized. And it's durable. And it's not just American soldiers who appreciate the liner. I have one that I use while in the Australian Army Reserves, as did most of the soldiers in my Reiki platoon back in the back in the day. One of our NCOs found a stockist who would sell bulk lots, and we made a combined purchase. (laughs) My father, who served in Vietnam from 1970 to 1971 as a junior officer in the Australian Army, had one that he kept for many years after he retired from the Army. I still have mine. It's nearly 30 years old and still performs as well as the first day I got it. So it's not just us. It's the Coalition of the Willing of the Freedoms... That the Whoopi provides. Yeah. So if you can't get it back in service, listen, time to retire. Listen,
1: if it somehow came to it and my girlfriend was like, it's either me or the Whoopi, you pick, <laughs> it's no question. I'd say, I'd say, all right, you need to be out by five. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause you know what? In the end, the Whoopi going to console you. Yeah. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah, I just I had to like when I when I found I was like I need to do this. This has to be this this has this travesty has to be reversed and I
1: think the power right. of our podcast I, I think that's do that. so guys if, and gals if, if, guys and gals if you write your, your wobby send a pick send a pick to the podcast okay uh Wilco media dot com slash btb podcast um or you can send us on instagram tag you know, us tag us on instagram whatever the kids are doing nowadays get it to us we'll uh post it up here we'll post it on our, where our on our social media we need to get this reversed
0: still puts me in a rage i've just like i've been sitting on this story for, for 24 hours and it's like still i'm still just, I'm, I'm shaking
1: listen visibly shaking we, we never wanted to get political on this podcast no okay but when you start fucking with our whoobies...
0: Because mm-hmm. you would be making a mistake if you get rid of that thing. <laughs> Did you
1: have that written down? No, I didn't. No, I just you actually, just made that up. Boom. That was fucking good. You're welcome. Yeah. And that's so you're your whoobie update. on those fucking dad jokes? <laughs> and that's
0: your whoobie update. More, fun, more, more wow. to come later on this breaking wow. story.
1: We were having a very lighthearted, funny episode, and then you just brought it down. But it's okay. It it's is okay. okay, because I believe in us, and I believe that uh, our, our viewers and our service members won't let us down, and we will. We'll fight. We'll fight the power.
0: We've been known for the hard truths. That's everyone says that? I,
1: I've heard that a mm-hmm. lot. hmm Yeah. We'll
0: bring. The, we're, listen, we're not scripting it. We're no. not. We're not cashing it in. Hard-hitting truths right here. That's right. On the boots.
1: Wow! Uh, Take a moment. Take. T- I mean, what? I Are you okay? I mean, uh, I'll be fine. Okay. Well, let's. I'll I, be I, fine. I'll just cry in my truck a little longer tonight than I usually do. No, it's okay. It's okay because you still have your whoopee. I do still have my whoopee. Yeah. And guess what? Fuck everyone else. I still got mine. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right then. <laughs> Moving right along. Huh? <laughs> um, segment we do every week. I love this segment. It's become a hit. Yeah, it's uh, it's my favorite segment. It's, uh, you know, when we... we re- The listeners reach out to us with stories that they've gone through in their military career that, you know, they still talk about with their buddies. It's funny. And, you know, it... it like I said, it just gives us... A little bit of diff- a different view of, you know, of how we go. And I, and I love the fact that, you know, that our listeners get to, get to involve themselves as well. It's a little segment we like to call Mail Call. Okay. So this story was sent in by Anonymous. That's not their name. Uh, that's what they'd like to remain as. And it's, uh, they served in the army. Okay. So for a short time, the gunner on my gun truck had the nickname Scorpio Africanus. Scipio. Scipio. Yeah, I, know it is. I, I always say Scorpio. I know. My brain.
0: Oh, I mean, I, I goes, it goes to me too. My I brain think says Scorpio. I think Africanus. it should be. It should say that. But yeah. yeah,
1: I'm sure it's Latin for something. It's actually Latin for scorpion. S- <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Right, okay. So Scipio Africanus let me tell you how let's break this down into a couple different parts obviously an officer okay we're talking well it's laid out like that yeah Yeah, this this guy's definitely an officer Uh, remember the movie Gladiator remember the chariot scene when Russell Crowe and the gladiators have to fight the dudes ripping uh, around them in chariots fucking shit up and I think that's I wasn't there when they were making the movie, but if the director was saying something, it'd be like, "Hey guys, right whip around. around, whip around the chariots and fuck, fuck shit, up. shit up." Yeah, like, they, they did. They we got you. Nailed it. They fucking nailed it. Uh, the announcer dude, hype man, at the beginning of that fight is telling the story of some old Roman battle, and the big reveal is when he yells, "The legionnaires of Scipio Africanus," and the chariots come flying out of the back to the roar of the crowd. Go watch it on YouTube. I wasn't wasn't telling you that. He he said that. It's true, though. Yeah, thanks, bud. We'll fucking go watch it. Uh, Here's a story of how we started calling a member of our platoon, Scipio, for a few months while we were in Iraq. Okay, disclaimer. I'm not a mechanic, but to the best of my recollection, this is how you can look like a badass Roman chariot warrior while in a desert tan M1152, which is a Humvee. A variation of the Humvee. There's like fucking 38 variations of the Humvee.
0: I'm assuming that's the, the up-armored one, right? The real big heavy fucking one? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And the
1: 1152, if I'm not mistaken, is the, um, it's like the pickup version of that. Uh, don't quote me on that. Won't. But you might want to. <laughs> For whatever reason, we decided to walk from the, the COP to the meeting with the CEO and one of the village elders about a mile from the COP. We did bring one Humvee so we could use the 50 cal as well as the ground evac if needed. Long story short, which has already been pretty long, uh, the driver didn't see an irrigation ditch to his right when he was pulling off the road to let us out. uh, And the front of the truck slipped down and hit pretty hard. During the meeting, the platoon set out to getting the truck unfucked and actually did it back on the road. Then the things got weird. The shit. It got weird now thanks for taking notes anyway, i have you know I, there's so much to talk about after this i know yeah, i know. break it down the the shit just wouldn't start again it just so happens that the only recovery vehicle was 30 miles away on another mission so here we are about a mile from our cop no recovery vehicle in a truck that won't start as is the case in most platoons some of the boys were gearheads we popped the hood and somehow figured out the throttle body arm was the culprit Essentially, pushing the gas pedal didn't open the throttle body and let in air, and therefore would not rev the engine. We figured out that we could tie 550 cord to the lever and pull it; the throttle body would open, the en- would open, and the engine would rev. Then we realized we could just drive this thing back to the cop if we could somehow station someone to the pull rope and control the throttle. After all, it was after all it was only a mile back to the, the the cop and almost time for warm chow again everything goes back to chow exactly <laughs> yeah it all goes back to when it's time to eat um because it's like you don't want to get stuck with fucking no dude all the food salad. would be gone yeah yeah what am i gonna eat a salad or yeah, a, put them, like a like a dried out burger from it's lunch my, it's my food's food get out of it's here bruised. dude yeah stupid um So the gunner sat on the roof of the truck with his feet on the hood, holding the 550 cord, then continued down into the engine and tied around the throttle body. From there, it was pretty simple. If he pulled up, the truck went forward. If he released tension, the truck slowed. Driver still had to steer, but you bet your ass we drove that truck the mile it needed to go. Yo, that's some gladiator shit, man, I recall being said. And then later that night, we rewatched Gladiator on the bootleg DVD that had lightly been in country since the invasion. And we heard Scipio. and naming him Scipio. Scipio Africanus. Yes. I remember that scene. I, I imagine they left out the Africanus part. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I saw you taking
0: notes. Yeah. Quite a few. This story is great, right? I, I really appreciate Anonymous sending it in.
1: Yeah. And um, I... I think it's it's funny because we there's a lot in it there is a lot in it but there's there's a lot of different nicknames right that you get in the military Mm -hmm. mm-hmm and and there's always a story behind them and and that's why I like this story because there's there's a very detailed very unique story of of how someone got their nickname
0: it is and I wonder um, all right well let me first thing um, <clears throat> how fucking great was Gladiator
1: Gladiator was amazing yeah
0: uh, probably in my top 10 I forget about it though because then I'm like oh yeah fucking
1: Gladiator yeah right yeah. Y- you, like, it's one oh. of those movies where like it's fucking amazing it's always up there with yeah. all the movies and but then I'll always see it on like TNT or TBS yeah, like, oh I'm like, shit oh, I'm yeah. gonna stop and watch I'm like yeah. oh yeah I don't do that I, like, I'll go to like a movie streaming site where they're not gonna cut out all the good shit what, I'm not gonna like stop and watch it on TBS well, I would, but I wouldn't watch the whole thing. What am I, a family of four in the 90s? I'm not going to fucking watch it on TBS. I'm going to watch it on Netflix or something. Wow, okay. We don't, ha- we don't allow that in our house.
0: <laughs> if it's not good enough for TNT, TBS, we don't want it, okay? All right, fair enough. Um, but Gladiator, right? Yeah. Great movie. Great story. Uh, one of Russell Crowe's best. Uh, it is, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of, of you know Russell Crowe uh, was in a heavy metal band? Yeah,
1: it's no. True. My, my, my blank stare means no. Sorry. Yeah,
0: it's called thirty odd feet of grunt. Was the name of his band? Are patient. you me? I'm not. I'm 100 percent, 100 percent truth right there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I also my God. favorite Russell Crowe, which is not actually Russell Crowe, is when South Park makes fun of Russell Crowe in their fighting all around the
1: world <laughs> skit. <laughs> you're so wise. Yeah, I know. Anyway, well, well it's like all a, about you're stupid like a, shit. A miniature Buddha with fur. Mm-hmm. Yes, lots of fur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, all
0: right. I wrote down. Military-grade question mark, right? Yeah. Um, you were a mechanic, correct? Yeah. Okay.
1: Light that, whe- that was my title. Light-wheeled vehicle mechanic? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. yeah.
0: So you dealt with things like the Humvee and it's all mm-hmm. its variants all the time. Yeah. Um, would you, in your expert opinion, say... We use the word expert super loosely. <laughs> that the Humvee and its variants, which is sta- the Humvee does stand for, like, what, high, high-wheeled mobility vehicle or something like that? Yeah, it's Um, it's something stupid. Yeah,
1: like high mobility wheeled vehicles. Something 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 weird ridiculous, but uh,
0: would you say in your expert opinion that the Humvee
1: and its variants are very well made? No, they're (laughs) They're poorly put together by the lowest bidder and all the engineers. That work there fucking hate mechanics because nothing is easy to get to. And the shit that's not as easy to get to is the shit that you have to replace all the time.
0: Yeah, and we talked about that when it comes with the battery that's on top of metal, that's on top of you that's holding under am- your ass. holding ammunition and explosives. Yeah. yeah,
1: so I always get a
0: kick out of people when they're like, it's military grade. I'm like, do you really realize yeah, like what Ford the fuck military Ford grade stuff no is? no idea what they're yeah, talking about when I'm they like, say military grade. Lowest bidder, cheapest shit, yeah. fixed... Buy a piece of 550 cord, so a parachute cord. Yeah. Like, that's how easy it is to fix things on this because you have to fix things on this because they break all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, I could probably do six podcasts off no shit stories about vehicles breaking and then
1: Joe repairing them, right? Um, Not just like, there's not just one soldier named Joe that's walking around, like running around fixing all the vehicles. That's like GI Joe. Yeah, slang. Yeah.
0: All the Joes, right?
1: Slang for a service member. (laughs)
0: So the other thing that I take out of this is is uh, how fucking rad is 550
1: cord, dude. I,
0: I still have a ton of it at my mm-hmm. house. It just shows up, right? Yeah. Like we, we in the in the serial world, we use it for everything. Like it was like we called it survival nails because you could do anything with it. You can make stuff you with literally it. Literally, yeah. yeah. And like. That, I think, is probably in the top list with the poncho liner, with the whoopee. Like, Yeah. Oh as, yeah a, as a critical a sh- piece. Sure, yeah. Not for holding parachutes together, but actually for just using other yeah, shit Literally anything together. else, Use yeah. Use anything with it. Yeah. And the fact that it has 550 pounds of tensile strength, it's, it's fucking rad. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a heavy-duty piece of cordage. Um, how ingenious was it for them to figure that out and be like... Oh, if you sit on top of the Humvee and just pull the cord, yeah, I drive.
1: It, yeah, it was it was probably some fucking private from yeah. Louisiana. He's like, oh, oh, oh shit, We sir. did this back on he my dad's '34. Shit, shit all the time, god dang. Yeah, yeah. My 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 fan boat goes out all the time when I'm out there hunting gators. Like it's fine. I do this shit my 550 cord every day. It's, they don't call it, but it that paracord, that <laughs> bracelet stuff. You know, gotta make them
0: bracelets. But um, yeah, that's that's a that's amazing. Um, Good story, um, I like the detail into it. You know, yeah. covers all the bases. I think uh, there's there's a lot of stuff in here that, again, I just can't. That part in Gladiator was great because it's like had the the one chariot had like the uh, the sword on the wheel that would spin and it would like take oh, the yeah. dude's legs off as yeah. it was. Oh yeah, that was good.
1: That movie was fucking rad. It was rad. The see the the, the part I like about this story is it. There's so many different types of people that you get in the military there's so many people from different walks of life that would never have met unless they were in the service together probably wouldn't Um, like each other if
0: they weren't in the military together right
1: exactly and it's like just some random guy's like oh fucking this is like Russell Crowe you know what I mean like and uh and then they go back and watch the movie together and that's how he gets his fucking nickname
0: and then the uh, last thing I wanted to speak about this the bootleg DVD.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. What is the culture of the bootleg DVD? So I'm guessing like the first five minutes was just the DVD trying to get in focus. Correct. Um, shaking up and down a little bit, like people walking in front of it, getting to their seats in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and why is that? Because someone's holding a video
0: camera yeah. in a movie theater, <laughs> videoing this, yep. and then making a DVD and selling it at the bazaar.
1: Yeah, to your service members who mm-hmm. gladly pay for it.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, it was always funny because you could you could be like, "Bro, that movie's not even fucking out yet in yeah. the states, and you have it on yeah, DVD." Got you. I got you. We're all set. All set. Or yep. you would find the guy that had uh, like the, the hard drive that like had the MWR MWR hard drive that had like thousands of movies on it yeah. you would like fucking download them to your computer but, like yep. every season like i have all seasons of the office here you go yeah, like, exactly yeah it's crazy
1: that it's that's, nuts uh, how they were able to, to get a hold of that um when i was when i was overseas there was a like little bazaar outside of the wire in Adder, which is you know it's a southern It's in southern Iraq. It's close to uh, Texas. It's close. Yeah, it's on the California side of Iraq. Um, But his his sign was Jim Carrey's DVDs. You know, (laughs) (laughs) and you know he he would say that his name is Jim Carrey. Obviously, he's not named Jim Carrey. I mean, I know Jim Carrey's a good actor. But he's—he's. He's, I don't think he's that good. You're right. His name
0: was James Carey. He went by Jim. Yeah he,
1: yeah. he had—he had every movie that you could ever think of, even before you could think of having it. And I got you want Mel yeah, Brooks. Yeah. Here every time he's like, I—I I give you good price for this, and every time the good price was twenty bucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, what if I add this to it? Twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty bucks. Um, yeah. I think that's a whole other topic too that we get into later on. is bizarre life. Um, there's so many things to talk about the bazaars, but yeah, I just had to talk about the bootleg. I loved the bootleg DVDs, and the, it, the best would be like, it would be written, it was a uh, photocopier piece of paper inside of a plastic sleeve yeah. with the DVD inside of it, but on the photocopy piece of paper would be like the picture that was totally not the actual picture of the movie, right? and then it was written in Arabic, <laughs> and then underneath in parentheses it would be like, Die hard. Um, <laughs> you're like, just, just die random hard. <laughs> yeah. you're like yes i, like, yeah, I have a new die Hard. here you go you're like the teletubbies okay. this isn't diehard yeah. what are you talking about um yeah and they were passed down because you could not they were illegal to bring back to the united states because they were uh, hollywood really frowned upon that but they would get yeah. passed down from from unit to unit to unit as they come in so that could have been that that could have been the very first ep- episode of of gladiator in in, in the war zone uh, thanks for the story, Anonymous. I appreciate it. Of course,
1: I appreciate it. Um, and if uh, if you think you have a good story for us, if you uh, can beat that. Yeah, send it in. It, send it in. And you know what? I, if you if you if you want to send something in, send in
0: nicknames. Send in some nicknames that that people got while they were deployed. That's a good one. Yeah. Don't have to write long you can just be like hey we called this guy this because of this yeah. we've already had a couple remember exactly. Hands from from <laughs> from yeah. episode yeah and then we, maybe we can just
1: do like uh, a rundown of different of yeah. different yeah. you know nicknames that people yeah. have gotten in in the know, think... some of them are super creative mm-hmm. some of them not so much i think the uh the
0: point is we want to hear your stories yeah but they don't just have to be stories
1: exactly we, we, we want to hear from you guys because like we said we want this to be a community um we we want people to to be excited to listen Mm -hmm. um and i feel you know what's the best way to to be excited to listen is you know what if they talk about my story you know that's that's pretty cool Mm -hmm. right um so you know our website btb podcast you can submit your story you can submit your nickname um you can submit you know a one sentence thing saying i got lost in iwo jima um, Who would do that? I don't know. I'm just. Does it happen? I'm just spitballing. Okay. That wasn't a specific thing. Um, send us anything, man. Send us. You know, if you, if you want to see a, a segment done, like, just we we. You know, we are we're young in what we're doing. Um, I, I feel like we're starting to get a, a good groove of of where we're at. Um, but you know, it always looking for ways. You know, to get better. And, you know, and, and the best way for us to do that is, you know, for, for you guys to, to let us know how we're doing and, and to contribute. So,
0: And I think with that, the the reason is because we're here for you. Like Seriously. We appreciate you, right? Yeah. You're taking the time to listen, like, subscribe, um, send in your stories. I mean, as much as I like John. Um, I can't talk to him for an hour unless I have you guys
1: as much as I tolerate Bobby. (laughs) It's
0: you guys writing in listeners and writing in the story. So I want to, you know, from, from both of us, thank you to taking Mm. your time to listen to us two idiots, uh, converse.
1: Yeah. Because like I said, like the, 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 um, mail call segment is, is my favorite segment Mm -hmm. because it is the time where we get to, you know, we get to tell the stories of our listeners, but I, my envision of this is i don't want mail call to be the only segment where we do listener stories yeah absolutely. so if so say i can't look, wait for some will stories to come that's in. what i'm saying like um if you have responses to things we've already talked about send it in if you have um segments that you think would look that would be great send it in if uh, if you've heard a segment like say the no shit there I was segment and you have a story that you think will fit that segment, send, send it in it. and we'll, and we'll use it. Like we, we want this to become a community where you guys feel, uh, like you're involved because we we want you to be involved. Mm-hmm. So I think the bottom line is, uh,
0: we will be nothing without them.
1: Oh, you're such an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I
0: had to throw it in we're coming up to the end here.
1: Well, I, uh, thanks for listening guys. Yep. That's, that's, <laughs> I thought it was a good show until that that ending. Dude, I'm a dad. Come on. So am I. But I mean fuck. You'll get there. You'll get there one day. Yeah, I guess so. You don't have enough gray hairs yet. Yeah, my daughter still thinks I'm cool, so I don't have to embarrass her yet. Yeah. At least she says this to my face. Yeah. She probably goes to her friend she's like, My dad's a
0: fucking idiot. <laughs> your dad's your daughter's super smart, so she's she's pandering to you.
1: She's, she's probably just thinks she's taking care of me. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> she's, I'll just tell him. She's like, oh, i got to go to my dad's again. It's going to be a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yes, so, as always, like we said before, man, like and subscribe to our YouTube page, Wilco Media. Um, that's where you find the episodes. That's where you find little clips of episodes. Uh, like and subscribing, you know, it it helps us out, and it helps us provide you guys with a better listening slash viewing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, if if you don't want to send in a story or whatever, leave leave a review. Like if if you like what we're doing, let us know. If if you think we can improve something, fucking take it somewhere else. Correct? No, I'm just kidding. No fucking, doesn't write else. write it down. We'll get better. We let promise. us know. We 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 wanna we want this to be the best it can be for you guys. Um
0: I also think it's uh it's critical that we couldn't do what we do without our buddy and producer Nick. Wait, what? Our buddy and producer Nick. Our Dick, buddy. Dick, and... Dick, Nick. Yeah, that guy. Okay, that guy. And Wilco Media. A uh, huge yes. thank you to them um, because.
1: If, if it wasn't, let's, let's, <laughs> let's just let's get, put it this way. Let's get down to brass tacks let's here. Let's put it this way, okay? <laughs> uh, I have a basement in my house. It, this is going to make sense in a second. <laughs> I have a basement in my house, okay? It's not a nice basement. But you know, it's a it's a basement. I live in my basement. That's that sucks. No, it's great. We finished it. It's okay. <laughs> perfect. As a walkout, it's really nice. I have a basement my house, um, and you know, if it wasn't for 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 Nick and Wilco Media, like you wouldn't have the fire in the background. Like you wouldn't have this awesome setup. It would be me and you in my basement, passing an iPhone back. And passing forth. an iPhone back and <laughs> forth. It would be. Such a shitty experience for you guys, and you would tell us it was great because you didn't want to hurt our feelings, and we appreciate that. But we love knowing the fact that when you tell us that it's great, is because it is great, and because uh, of Nick and Wilco Media, that's why it's so great. Boom. So
0: couldn't it any better.
1: So I almost didn't. I almost didn't know how to circle back to the basement thing. I, You're I think I fucking nailed it. <laughs> But, uh... Hey, man,
0: that's episode five. Episode five in the books. Dude, five.
1: Not a big deal. We're closer to ten than we were at one. I've heard this before. You can check this. if You can fact check if you want. But right 10, we're halfway to ten, I think.
0: Yeah, well, it's in the books. So now we're on moving on to six. We're
1: prepping for six. So we're like... We're basically there. We're basically at a hundred. <laughs> All right, you guys, th- hey, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week.